for today we're uh doing a semi-live we're, we're doing a, a thing where we're going to be talking about masters of, of the universe uh what is it masters of the universe revelation and uh we're talking i just finished literally watching uh season two and uh we have uh my baby brother uh mark dukes uh that's his handle on twitter right or on instagram right instagram. mark mark dukes my mic, yo, I have I have a a blue yeti mic, right? That is working, but it's not working with my um, with my audition, uh, with my photo, uh, what is it, Creative Cloud, the Adobe Audition. So I gotta like record this, and I'm like praying to God that like you guys can hear him. But we just finished watching um um, Massive of the Universe Revelations, and I'm I'm really considering like actually selling some of those items on on my store because as you can see from the wall behind me. I'm a huge He-Man fan. <laughs> like, I literally have, like, a ton. I have two walls of He-Man figures, like, hanging up on my wall right now. So, yeah. Um, I might I might have to do that. Um, so, anyway. Yeah, bro. So, how was it? Like, like, like what did you think of the first season? And, and what do you think of, of this last season? Um, like highlights for you, like what were the things that you like? Cause I, I have a, a, my head is full with a ton of stuff right now on like what I actually liked and, and, and who were my favorite characters. Um, you know, cause a whole bunch of stuff happened. Like, you know, people died, came back, people got, got their glow up, all types of shit happened in, in this series. So I'm real excited. For me, well... I pick it up just off the fact that it was a continuation of the original. That's what my age, I haven't seen all of the original, but uh, I've seen a good amount, and the rest, and seeing the first episode really brought me up to speed on everything else. So, if you haven't seen the original, you know, find some time, go ahead and take a look. If not, you can also just jump into this one. It'll bring you up to speed, more or less. Now, 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 is that something that you're telling the fans to do, or is that something that, you know, you're like, oh, I should do? I mean... If I can find it, I'll definitely do it. Because <laughs> I've been with all these websites popping up and uh, apps, a lot of old school anime and shows I've been able to catch up on and rewatch. You know, relive my wonder years, my childhood nostalgias. Yeah. No, I, I mean, I, I feel you. For me personally, I like to bridge the gap. I mean, there's a continuation from a show that was like from 20 years ago. If I've seen it all, I'll rewatch it again, especially if it's a classic. So, so now, so this is the thing about Masters of the Universe, right? Um, yeah. They're not calling it He-Man and the Masters of the Universe or He-Man, right? They're calling it Masters of the Universe, right? Yeah. Which, which was kind of intriguing to me in the beginning. I mean, that which was kind of in, intriguing to me in the beginning. Um, only because it's usually like He-Man and then something else, right? Um, and they didn't do that this time. And you know, you you talked about you know. You'll find out why. No, exactly. When you when you when when well, just so you know, right? My show is a spoiler full zone. It's not spoiler free at all. Like you can talk about anything you want on this show because I love I love spoiling shit. I just did a. Uh, a, a Tokyo Revengers review and I spoiled the hell out of that <laughs> I did the Matrix I spoiled the hell you know why 
because if it's bad, um, I really like I really don't care. Like I'm kind of like go ahead and just just let everybody know how bad it is. Or if it's good, but it got like 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 it has a bad MC. Like for for instance, right? Tokyo Revengers is good, right? It's goodish, right? For for the type of anime that's out now, it's good, right? Um, but it had a really bad bad MC. I didn't like the main character at all because he he reminded me of Sinji from um, Evangelion, right? So I was just like, who Sinji or or, or or the guy from Tokyo Revengers? Takamichi. Uh, I haven't started um, Tokyo Revengers yet. Yeah. So I'm Sinji. Oh, Sinji's just a horrible. Just, oh, yeah. Yeah, exactly, right? If, of all people, please let Ray, because you know it just be better in her hands, to be honest. Um, or, or what's the name? Uh, Asuka? That's the name? Ashura? What's the name? Oscar. Oscar. Oh, Oscar. Let her run the shit, because you know what I mean. Because like, at least they they like got like more spirit. They got more backbone. You know what I mean? But anyway, we're not talking about that one. We're talking about Masters of the Universe, right? So. You had said something about how you like to bridge the gap, right? Um, yeah. Between now and past series, right? But the thing is, yeah. is this, this, you know, this is not the only uh, He-Man series that came out this year. There was yeah, another no. one that's geared more towards kids, but neither one of them really actually, like, bridged the gap. It's more kind of like they're like... Spin-off, uh, parallel universes. No, like so... I, I, I kind of said that wrong. They don't bridge the gap in the sense that if you're talking about uh, previous uh, incarnations of He-Man, like it doesn't bridge the gap between the last He-Man that came out in 2002, I think, right? Which to me, th those are the toys I have up behind me, by the way, right? Those toys are awesome. Um, that series was awesome and then it got cut, like, you know, it just got cut out of the blue. Um, and then before that, there was like an iteration of, that was kind of like, he-Man 2020 or two, or well, he, he, uh, He-Man for like the 90s. Also like reboots. Yeah, there were the reboots. There was the, the one from the 90s, I think, that was like, it was like, kind of like a millennial He-Man that really didn't go anywhere. So, if anything, if this bridges the gap from any He-Man, it's probably from the original series. Um, That's what I mean. Yeah, because the original series was like all the way in the 80s, bro. You were like... <laughs> You were in diapers. I was like, like eight or nine. What? Like I was like eight or nine when it came out. So you know. So if I remember it from then. You know, it's definitely got, it definitely had an impact. Definitely, He-Man is, is like one of the biggest best franchises. Um, I was watching um, what was it? Um, Toys that changed the world or something like that. And He-Man was like one of those franchises that changed the world. Um, that they had. It's a Netflix series, and um. Yeah, man, but but this particular series was just awesome. Um, you want to go first, or you want me to go first? Because <laughs> I'm excited to talk about it. Because you know the I fuckery. Loved it. You loved it, yeah. Okay, I loved I it too. Loved but why? Why did you love it? I loved it. It's a master of the universe. I started out. I see Tila going off on everybody. <laughs> no! <laughs> he finally finds out that Adam was he man. No one told him anything. Her best friend died. Died carrying a secret that she told everyone but her. Yeah. And that's the fuckery I was talking about. The fuckery abounded. Definitely in the first season, 
Um, her not knowing that Adam was He-Man was definitely hurtful. Um, but, you know, it was even more hurtful to his father, the king, that his mom knew, but <laughs> he didn't know, you know? Um, I think, I, I think, so I already did a review. You guys go check it out when you get the chance, but, you know, I, I already did a review on season one. Um, and that particular review kind of told, I, I communicated how much um, I really liked the show and how much, and the reasons why I liked the show was more because of the fact that you had so many people who were in the background for so long coming to the forefront, like Tila, right? Who deserved her flowers like in the original series, you know? Uh, you had an Orko, right? Orko was like, I'm a big Orko fan. I didn't realize how big of an Orko fan I was until this series. And I was just like, he, once he showed up and showed out, he was not taking no shorts. Wait, but it gets better, right? It wasn't just Orko, it was Cringer. Not Battle Cat, Cringer. Cringer was on some, oh, you, you thought I was a fuckboy for life. Nah, bro. No. I'm going to take him out. Like, I, I am a giant green tiger by, you know, by default. So I might as well just act the role. I don't know, act the role. I might as well just play the role and stop pretending that, like, I'm scared of every little thing. You feel me? So. Yeah, and now season two, you're talking about Adam, right? Oh, definitely, definitely, definitely. He, he, cause, cause, I think that's one of the things I liked, right? Cause you know Kevin Smith, Kevin Smith from. If you guys don't know, Kevin Smith is from. Um, uh, is it Chasing Amy? No, he's he's from the. I think it's like the New Jersey uh, trilogy series, which was Mallrats and Clerks and. Yeah, they, they, he did Jay and Silent Bob, um, and some a lot of other films. So, um, which one? Yeah, well, yeah, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. He did Call of Duty. I totally forgot about that. Yeah, he did Call of Duty for real. Um, yeah, man. And 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 what else he did? Uh, and then he he wrote for Green Arrow. He kind of like brought back the Green Arrow comic book series uh, back, I think, in like the early 2000s. Uh, yeah, so he has a long resume. So him coming on to this show and doing what he does best was like just dope. And um, yeah, and and the crazy thing is, you you could definitely see that he he's he's like a real fan fan. You know, you got you have some people who like poser fanboys and fangirls, and then you have the people who are like so into it that you could tell that that they've been processing like the stories in their heads for like a long time, <laughs> and they're like, if I ever get the chance, if I ever get the, I swear to God, I swear to God, y'all, you know. And I think that's what Kevin Smith did with this series. He was kind of like, yeah, like I'm definitely gonna put my stamp on this for real, and it came in. And the thing about the first uh, season, you know, that was full of surprises was the fact that so many people died, right? People that you loved, including He-Man. He-Man died in the first one. And he died relatively early. It wasn't like he died, like, at the end of the series. They killed his ass off in, like, the first two episodes. They were like, you're done. Bye. You know? 
And then they put Tila, they pushed Tila into the forefront and it became more about her and her story. And, and you know, and you know, Tila looked like, like a muscle build, like a bodybuilder. She's like huge and diesel. Her arms are like massive. Yeah, man. So, so yeah, definitely. She was, she was man at arms and um, she, she was just killing it. Like her role in this was just awesome. Um, the character's role. Um, not not so much, you know, the 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 voice actors because you know for guys for you guys out there that don't know, um, the incomparable Mark Hamill who played uh, who played the the best Joker ever, the animated one, uh, is in this as Skeletor. Um, then you have uh, Sarah Michelle Gellar, all right, Buffy, a uh, Buffy and the uh, Buffy the Vampire fame, she's in this as Tila, and. Uh, Lena Headley, who played Cersei from Game of Thrones, is uh, plays uh, Evelyn. So it's it's a really good cast of voice actors uh, playing the roles in this. Um, and then you had uh, what's the black girl's name? Uh, Aj, 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 no, Adria, I think her name is. Andrea, I think her name is right. Um, that's the character. Who, who in season two at the end she becomes uh, the new man of the arms and she's just awesome and you know let's talk about yeah but see if if this series says anything or tells us anything it's the fact that background characters right characters that that, that are not always in the limelight they yeah. can stand on their own too right just like Tila did and just like um Arco did and Cringer did all these background characters, all these characters that were in, the, in, in you know in the shadows for, for decades, literally, right? Now came out into the forefront and they was just shining. Their glow up was amazing, you know. Um, Absolutely. Yeah, I, I loved it. And then going back to what you said about them uh, bridging um, bridging things together, right? Is uh, the fact that certain events that happened in this series um, were things that I always wanted to see in the original series, and then when they had like the the the, the better reboot in the early two thousands, um, I wanted to see it there, and it didn't happen. And that was not just finding out that the sorceress is Teela's mother, but doing a backstory on on how they met how how uh not so much a backstory but a, a little bit of a backstory on the sorceress how she got her powers what her powers mean and how her and duncan were together you know the original yeah. man-at-arms and how more importantly that mantle was passed on to her daughter tila right that's something i always wanted to see that i never saw and you could tell kevin smith is, is like a real fan and, and the writers from the series they're like real fans of the series because that's one of the things that they just like was like we're gonna handle this shit today you know what i mean <laughs> they're like you're gonna learn today like she is gonna be the next sorceress but she's gonna do it in her own way and that was like i was just like wow the that the way they played with the power yeah they, they really took it in this threw it up in the air and just let it sprinkle everywhere yeah exactly it was it was so surprising because you know I, one of the things as kids growing up with that series was like you knew that if you had the sword you would have the power 
But one of the things that that like the nerds that always did, you know, people like like me and, and my friends, we always did like like Julio. We'd sit down, we'd talk, we'd be like, "Yo, but would you have the power if you didn't have the sword, or is it more like Thor's hammer, where the, if you ever saw um, the Avengers series, right? There was a time when Odin told Thor that the hammer was just a conduit; it wasn't the source of his powers." Right? It was just for him to control the powers. It was it, it was uh, made for him to temper the power. The same thing with He-Man Sword. So as a kid, me and my friends, we always wondered, like, can he get the power without the sword? And we found out the answer is yeah. <laughs> the answer is yes. Oh, hell yeah. You know. The sword was the conduit. He was the spark. Yeah. And when he... Listen. And that, that scene... Where, you know, um, the banter was going between him and Skeletor. And Skeletor yeah. was doing, the, you know, the ha, 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 I was with Skeletor. I was calling his bluff. I was like, ain't nothing gonna happen. <laughs> yeah, right? He thought that for a second. And I was just like, but you know what? I, I kind of, it was kind of akin to when I read Kenpachi Zaraki. When, when, when Kenpachi Zaraki from Bleach finally yeah. released his Bankai. It was one of those moments for me, you know what I mean? It was just like, oh, oh, he's he's going, nah, he's going, he's going to do, it. he's not, oh, he's not going to do, it. oh, oh, he's going to, he's going to do, oh, oh, he did it, ah, you know? He called it down, he called it down. He called it down like it was nothing. And the thing is, is like, like getting back to what I said when they had the banter and everything, and they were going back and forth, you know, he was laughing at Adam, and Adam was just like, Adam started laughing, he was like, ha, 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 ha. <laughs> you know, one thing I always wondered was if I could call down the power without the sword because you think that the sword is the power is where I get my power from. No, it's not the spark. I'm the spark. And then when he said by the power of Grayskull and he manifested, I was like, holy shit. Do you know how long I waited for that? I was just like, no, it did not just hit him. Yeah, yeah. That was, yeah, that was crazy that that one scene just had me like wow like he did not just wow it's like i said like when when kompachi zaraki finally released his bankai and you find out where his bankai really was and and who or what his bankai really was and once you found that out i was it was the same reaction i was just like that is fucking insane it was awesome so yeah, that this series was just good. And then the thing I really liked too, like I said, I'm a big Orko fan. And Orko in, in, in the first season was one of the characters who died, right? But his his exit in season one was like he was he was he was like really he was on some set it off shit. He was like, if I'm going out, I'm going out all, all the way. <laughs> it's just like, yeah, we going out all the way. He's, you know. Yeah, it was it was uh Glow King or or what is this his name? The the green guy. He he took dude on like it was nothing. He was like, yeah, you, you thought I was weak, but I got something for your ass. And he just handed dude his behind like, oh, yeah, by the way, my name's Orko. Uh, you know? It was awesome. Um But then I was really sad because like I said before, I didn't realize how much I really liked the character of Orko. Oracle until he died and then when he died I was like oh man my man just uh you know tears and shit just like uh I'm not I got something in my eye right now 
Yeah, he went yo, he he went out in the blaze of glory like a trooper. He was just like, Oh, you are not getting anywhere near my friends. And he 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 put the demon, he told the demon to go back to the darkness. He was just like, Oh, you don't know who I am, do you? And then in season two, he made it even better because he came back on some Gandalf the Wise type shit. You understand what I'm saying? Absolutely. He came back as like Gandalf the White. He, he left as Gandalf the Grey and came back as Ga Gandalf the White. What? He was he was he was killing it. I was you know what bugged me out is that homeboy was in two places at the same time. That's what that because I kept saying I'm like how is he in the castle and out of the castle at the same goddamn time? And I guess he must have tethered himself. He must have tethered himself. With his uh, with his scarf or whatever, or the garment, because I was out like when I saw it coming back, I was like, "Who is that?" Because at first I thought it was like Tila coming back, you know, he was with the... that scarf. huh? He was working that scarf. Oh yeah, man, he was doing it. He was doing it like his name was Strider Boy. He was not. <laughs> he was. <laughs> he was not trying trying to like like let anyone down. You know, he came back full force, full strength. And he was he was kicking ass and taking names. He was just like, look, you hit with the look, the look on on Evil Lynn's face when she saw him come back, and she, he was just like, yeah, well, you know, when you resurrected the dead, you resurrected me too. Duh. Hold on a second, little girl. I'll be right with you. I got some ass to kick. I'll be right back. And he just left, and he was just doing it up. Yo, when she tried to chop him in his face. Yeah, the whole army, bro. And then she tried to cut him with the sword, and he did some matrix shit where he's like slid under the blade and then disappeared. Woof. And reappeared behind there was just like pat pat pat. Sit down. You still knew the magic. I'm like, wow. So he was awesome. Yes, we got to talk about her. The way they did Skeletor through season two. They made him seem like he was only there to set the stage for everybody else. Yeah. Down the line. Yeah. Uh, because you, you, you really have to look at it, right? When it comes to great villains, right? Skeletor was not the best villain from the He-Man series. It was Hordak. We're going to talk about him later on and how the setup for him and probably uh, more than likely a season three is going to come. But Skeletor, it's not like Skeletor was like a Megatron or or like he was, what's, what's another good bad guy? Like a Mumra, you know? Yeah. Like Skeletor was more like a Starscream, you know? <laughs> who, who, and, and it, it, he never really had anybody more powerful than him, you know, to kind of challenge him, him, you know, or, or check him, you know? Um... Until Hordak came along, Hordak was like, oh, you forgot, yeah, like, we sent your butt out here, boom, what's up, you know? Um, oh, well, that's one variation of the story, because one variation is that they actually, uh, Skeletor was actually supposed to betray the king, and his name was, like, Keldor or something, and he was sent by, like, Hordak or whatever, and then another one is, uh, Hordak was, like, an invading force, um, he was, like, a, a world conqueror, kind of like Thanos, and he was like, he was part of an invading force. 
and um, he went and and uh, subdued or took over Skeletor's troops, right? But Hordak was the real badass, you know, um, for for the uh, He-Man, the original He-Man series, because yeah, Skeletor was a bad guy, but he was, you know, his obsessions with He-Man and not actually beating He-Man or actually he didn't really have like a, a plan you know that was always Skeletor's problem right he never had like a thorough plan he was always kind of like I don't know he was always kind of like my mission is to destroy you right but not like the Joker for, for you know with Batman right where the Joker Batman is his nemesis right and as long as he he's the one to kill Batman he's good but fuck you if you ever if somebody else tries to kill Batman, then he'll kill them because that's not your purpose. You understand what I'm saying? Um, yeah, yeah. I've seen the killing joke. Yeah, you know, um, Skeletor never had that in him. He was it was more like it came off more like jealousy. You know, it was you have something that I want, which is the power of Grayskull. You know its secrets. I want it. Sinji, Sinji, give me my power. Uh, like that's 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 how Skeletor always came off to me. He never came off as a powerful villain. He's not. He never came off as somebody you should actually fear. When Hordak came on the scene, though, I was just like, oh yeah, I'm scared of. Him. <laughs> you know, I'm scared of him um, because he, he, that's that's real villains. Real, real villains um, inspire or. Um, you know, they, they put fear into your heart, you know? Um, and, yeah. Skeletor don't do that. Skeletor is pathetic. He's a pathetic villain. He, he's he's laughable. Because even Evil Lynn said it in the series. Evil Lynn taking over. Evil, evil Lynn taking over. Um, let's talk about um, the clear trauma that woman was suffering. <laughs> that like 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 her whole um uh, motive for 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 becoming um the new sorceress for a little while was the fact that she was suffering so much trauma at the hands of Skeletor right so much trauma from her her her, her parents trying to kill her as a child and then literally living in the sewers for 20 years right like she was a fucking teenage mutant ninja turtle like trauma like she had real trauma um i really liked the character of evil in i was kind of upset when they made her a bad guy because you know like 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 you said earlier um they were kind of spreading out the power of grace skull that i guess to show you how immense the actual power of grace skull really is and how it could be assigned to different people at the same time because you know um all of the series before always kind of showed it as something strict strictly for He-Man. And then, you know, um, going back to the first season of Masters of the Universe Revelations was one of the most surprising things about that season was the fact that you find out that it's not He-Man or Adam is not or was not the only He-Man in existence, right? Yeah, the, the, the latest the, but not the first. He's the latest but not the first, exactly. And it's literally... He, he's the champion he's the latest champion but there was a first champion and they showed the line of champions before him right one including the original sorceress right um, the original champion. well no it was the original champion who, who was 
Grayskull, right? Yeah. And then, but then there was a champion when they were in like Paternia who was also a sorceress. She had the same sorceress outfit and everything. Yeah, nah, yeah, I remember. Um, so that that's just one of the things that they brought from the first season into the second season, uh, where you see that the power of Grayskull is not just meant for one person, neither a champion nor a sorceress, right? And you had multiple sorceresses. Is that did I say that right? We had multiple sorceresses, right? In, in in this in this season, right? Because it was the original sorceress or the, the latest uh, Tilo's mom. Then it was then it was uh, Evelyn. She became like the sorceress slash champion because she had both the power of Grayskull from uh, being, I guess, the sorceress or calling down the power herself with the sword. Um, but she's also magic. Um, but you see that that's not how the person becomes the real sorceress. Yeah, it's a totally separate thing. Uh, so yeah, I mean, Evelyn as a character, I think, especially in season one, she was so amazing. And I really liked the turnaround that she did, uh, in season one, um, from being a villain to an anti-villain or hero-ish, anti-hero, right? And her and Beastman, I really liked their relationship. And you can see that, that he clearly cares about her, um... And not even in like a lustful sense, but in a, in like you're you should you're a queen, yeah, you're a queen. You should be treated as a queen, and you should act as as a queen. And you're a leader, and you're a sorceress. You should act accordingly. And I think like they really talked to her on that. Even though even the prisoners was just feeling sorry for her. Yeah. Listening to Skeletor rip into her every time. Yeah, and I, I think that that was so sad because. In season two, I didn't like the the, the the about face she did, her and Beastman, because I liked them better as heroes. I really did. I, I liked them a whole lot better as heroes. And um, I think they in season they just kind of had like the same thing. I just lined up. Yeah. Well, I mean, I, I guess so. I, I guess I guess they're. Um, they always had their own agenda. Yeah. I, 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 but I, I think the the agendas did align in the, in the first uh, season. I just think as characters, they were more fleshed out and they became more well-rounded in the first season. Because now you could understand why they were doing things and their motivations. And in this season, they just kind of reverted back to just being bad for no reason. But until until they told Evelyn's story and then you kind of realized, okay, yeah, she actually has a reason for, be, for being this way. They had to kind of restore magic to the world because it was diminishing and the world was dying out. The entire universe was dying out. Yeah, but you have to realize, if you remember, in season one, they left that responsibility for, for Evil Lynn. And then in season two, she said that she wanted to get rid of Skeletor. And she said that the reasoning for her taking the power of Skull and, and becoming a god and doing all that was just because she wanted to get away from her abuser, you know? He was abusing the snot out of her, right? So it was like, she was like tired of the bullshit. She was like, I don't want to deal with you anymore. Like, you know, I thought I had gotten away from you, but instead of getting away from you, what you did is you attached yourself to me like a parasite, like a tick, like a virus, and you drained my magical power to make yourself strong enough to come out when you wanted to. And I didn't even know you that you were there. And she thought that the decisions that she was making 
was her own decisions. And then she became conflicted because when Skeletor finally re revealed himself, it was on some, oh, I was the one who was directing you, which was probably bullshit, you know? But that's what abusers do. They get in your head and they say, hey, yeah, it was all me. It was it had nothing to do with you, you know? So he was just kind of like gaslighting her the whole time. You know, and she, she, she fell into the bullshit. And, you know, she was just tired of his nonsense. She was tired of his abuse. And she was just like, fuck you. You know, I'm, I'm going to take you out. And if I have to destroy the universe to do it, just to get rid of you and find some peace, that's what I'm going to do. And that's what she did. So I, I still I still like the character of Evelyn. But it kind of, you know what kind of bugged me out? Was at the end of season two, when she was walking away and she left like the, the what, what was it? The staff or the, the wand, right? That... Skeletor had given her when he first found her in the gutter or whatever um, how she looked like Daenerys from Game of Thrones or Cersei from Game of Thrones and the person playing her was literally Cersei from Game of Thrones it was weird it was it was kind of yeah it was weird the series was just awesome I loved it and um, I'm glad you liked it I'm glad you loved it because hopefully this type of storytelling will like kind of like catch fire. Uh, this, you know, Netflix has like a lot of really good series, but you know, and I've been with Netflix from damn near the beginning, if not the beginning. I, I was on Netflix when they still had Fire and Ice, and that was like probably like the only. <laughs> they have Fire and Ice, and I think like Heavy Metal, and that was like the only type of like cartoons they had on Netflix. This was like I'm talking about like 2007 or 2008, um, right when Blockbuster was still kind of king. You know, and people were like, Blockbuster isn't going anywhere. And I'm like, God, this, it has this thing called Netflix. <laughs> and people were just like, what are you talking about streaming? What is that? I'm like, um, I watch it through my PS3. I don't... <laughs> yeah. Nah. Um, so... Yeah, it caught on like, like, fucking gangbusters, man. Like, wildfire. And, um... But yeah, man, so... They've come a long way in picking up properties and uh, producing series that are really good with storytelling. And especially on the animated side. You know, I, as people know, I'm a big anime fan, right? So. I've seen that they uh, re rebooted uh, Shaman King. I've been looking for that for I don't know how long. Let's not get into Shaman King only because the original series was one of those series. You might as well talk about, um, what was it? Dan. Dino Ranchers? What was it? The Monster Ranchers. Monster Ranchers. Monster... <laughs> you might as well talk about Monster Ranchers if you're going to talk about Shaman King. Shaman King was more your generation, to be honest, because... Yeah, it was. By the time I saw Shaman King, I was kind of done with Digimon after my boy died. I forgot his name. But the, the, I think the wizard dude, the Digimon, when he died, and I was just like, oh, bro. You know? What, the original Digimon? Or, uh... It was the original Digimon, I believe. And one of the characters died, and I was just like... Really? I thought they all nah, one of them died in the original one, I think. He was the wizard dude. I can't remember his name. And I was just like so sad. And um Oh, oh you talking about one of the Digimon. Yeah. Yeah. And um I can't I can't I can't remember his name, bro. But I, I just remember like I was kinda like watching Shaman King at the same time. And I was just like I cannot get into these these little kitty anime shows. <laughs> Because, <laughs> like, like it, it looks so innocent at first, and then the people die, and you're like, why? You know, I was like, I can't, I can't do it. I can't do it. Um, 
but I did get into um, what was it? Mummy's Alive, I think it was called, and and some other shows around that time too. But Shaman King, I was just like, I was really kind of getting into it, and I was like, I gotta stop. Like, I can't do this anymore. <laughs> and then it was like Cowboy Bebop, yeah, you know. So yeah, it's it's uh, but like I was saying, they they. You, you said that they brought back Shaman King, so that's that's definitely something should wa- um, people should watch or check out if they were ever Shaman King fans, um, or if they were ever into like you know like Pokemon or Digimon or it's kind of long okay. along the same Pokemon way. Then, then spanned out across like all over the world. There's so many variations. Well, not very, I would say variations, but just different trainers now. It's not just Ash anymore. No, you have Gone. You you know you know you know your nephew is a big Gone fan. That's he's one of the trainers. Gon is one of the trainers. He wanted to, he didn't want to be ass. And your other nephew is is a big Pikachu fan. He walks around this house going Pika, 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 Pikachu, Pikachu. I'm like, I'm like, it's just like no, my name is Pikachu. <laughs> like, okay, all right, Pikachu, how you doing? Go take a bath. <laughs> but um. Yeah, but they just have so many good series and like B Stars. I don't know if you ever seen that one. B Stars is really. I haven't started it yet, but um, it's on my list to check out. Yeah, B Stars is really good. Um, I'm sure you saw uh, Baki Hanma already. Um, that other fighting one um, begins with a K. King and Ashura. King and right? That one's really good. Um, they have um, one I want to check out called um, what's it called? Uh, Super Crooks, I think it's called. I want to check that oh, one yeah, out. That just came out. Um, uh, there's, there's another one called uh, uh, High Tower Rise or t- Tower uh, High Rise yeah. Assault or something like that. That I, I, yeah, I, I know what you're talking about. Yeah. So they have like a, a lot, and let's not even mention the, the, the like the Fate series, right? They had so many things going on with the Fate series um, that they they dropped so many like they had the original fates that that were there and then they had like the netflix sponsored you know flicks uh fate series um like the last one i saw was like fate apocrypha i think it was and then it was like another one that came out after that um be the beginning season two was fucking beast we got to talk about that one um yeah i gotta finish watching it but like it was fucking be 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 the beginning the first season was kind of okay second season was just insane like i only got up to like i think like the fifth or sixth episode but it was just insane i was just like yo i gotta gotta start that one from the beginning because i got sidetracked yeah that one was pretty good um there's also another one um shoot i can't remember the name of it but they're on an island like survivors on an island you're talking about platoon you're talking about platoon or, or are they fighting with bombs or is it something else? No, no, no. It just looks like uh, like people who were like just they were stuck somewhere. They were no, they were stranded somewhere and they were they they like uh, oh I don't know how it started. They were all everyone was on like a cruise, but they don't remember how what happened after afterwards. But they ended up stranded somewhere. Oh, okay. I have to check that one out. I have to look for that one because I'm, I I don't think I heard about that I've one. I've only seen the first season. Send that one to me. Send that one to me because I'd yeah, like to I check it out. Up. I gotta look it up. And, and I think I see it like a, a year or two ago. 
Yeah, let me know because you know one of the series that that they did reboot on that I'm waiting for the next reboot um, is Voltron. Um, because the Voltron, have you seen the Voltron series yet? Oh yeah, definitely. Oh god, that series was just so good. That that series, I don't even know where to begin with that. Another topic in discussion. Yeah, yeah, we could talk about that one next week. Or something else. We, we still have to finish the, the Nobelese. You know, we have the Nobelese homework. So we could do that. Or any type of new anime. I, Chainsaw Man, I think, is supposed to drop. So we could talk about that. But this is just so much anime to talk about. And and just so many things. Like, I, I want to... Um, I want to definitely uh, go check out um, some a couple of movies that's in the theaters. And I want to uh, check out some new anime. Because I've been watching, you know, um, Hijime no Ippo, like finishing, because I never finished the original series, right? Um, so I only got up to like the 40s or the 50s, the first time I watched it. And this time, I didn't even know that it was like 70 something episodes, you know, until I started watching it again. I was like, holy shit. <laughs> oh, that's a lot of episodes. I, I, no, it's even more than that. It's just, it's like it's like a hundred episodes or a hundred and something yeah. episodes. Because it's the original series. And a movie. Yeah, and a movie. So this this is the original series from like I think the late nineties, early two thousands, right? And then um because it came out like around the same time Naruto came came out. Like like the first time I saw Naruto was like in the late nineties, early two thousands, right? Like ninety nine or two thousand. And Hijime no Ippo came out around the same time because I was I remember watching it with Julio, and I was just like, oh, this is dope, <laughs> like you know, I was just like, it's a couple of friends had it uh, when I was in college, and some friends from my old job they had it, and, and you know, they, you know, I, anime nerds, you know, we, we kind of like, you know, drift towards each other because you know I always have to remind people that access to anime now is not the same as it was back then, you know? Oh, no, People no, have no. so much access to so much anime now, as opposed to when I was growing up, when I was in my 20s, even in my 30s, it was just super hard to yeah, get anime. Yeah, I, listen, I, I did a, um, a review where I was talking about how um, Back in the day, we we had to get an anime on bootleg from the dude on the corner on one six one. You know what I mean? Because homeboy, it was he was known as the anime dude. You know what I mean? And then when he he, I don't know what what happened to him. I don't know if he got caught a bit or he got knocked or what happened. But like he was off the block, and I was just like, yo, like <laughs> where am I gonna go for my anime now? Because dude, he, he used to have like the best anime for like really good prices. He'd be like, yo, fifteen dollars. And there's like five of them on here. I'm like, what? Five anime episodes for 15 bucks? You know what I mean? And I run home and be like, mama, I need money. I only need $15. She's like, for what? Uh, uh. <laughs> you know, and I used to come home with all these tapes, man. And then I discovered the, the place on 34th Street back in the day. There's a place on 34th Street. It was a big place that sold like uh vhs and um and dvds anime dvds for like dirt cheap it was dirt cheap you know and um it was, it was a mainstream. 
Nah, but it, it was it was anime was not at all, and the store was a huge store. There was like maybe like two or three floors in the store, and they had all types of music from all over the world. They had music, they had videos, they had DVDs from all over the world, and I just stick myself in that little anime section. <laughs> I'm like, how many of these for twenty dollars? You know, and I would get like, I'd say like between five and ten um, DVDs for like. 40, 50 bucks, bro. I still have, listen, I still have animes from that place that I still haven't watched. I haven't finished watching, you know? Because, and the crazy thing is, is that <clears throat> you couldn't get the whole series. You know, that's the thing back then. Back then, you can't, you could never get Episodes. Yeah, and you'd be happy with those couple episodes and you'd be like search and if you really liked it Like when I like listen when I found out about Cowboy Bebop and I saw that first episode I was it, it was like lightning hit my, my 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 brain, bro It was like the first time I ever saw like a Studio Ghibli anime, right? It was like lightning hit my head and I was just like I gotta find the rest of this series, bro And literally for like a year I went out Looking on the hunt for every single VHS tape for Cowboy Bebop and that right when I got the last one they dropped the fucking OVA on, on fucking DVD <laughs> for $20 bro I was so mad I was like god damn it I was like yo I spent a year hunting these damn things down bro like you know, it would be in places where people didn't even know it, what, what it was. I Listen, I got one of them in, like, a convenience store in, like, Chinatown. You know what I mean? Like, they had no clue what it was, and they were selling it for, like, $5. And it had dust on it on, on everything. You feel what I mean? And I was just like, can I have that? And they were like, yeah. Um, I'm like, do you have any more? They were like, no, that's the last one. I'm like, oh. It was the last one. I don't know how they broke it up or what, but they only had one left. And it was like somebody just kind of left it in like a comic book rack or something. And it was just there. Like no one would touch it. And I walked in and I saw it. I was just like, oh shit. I've been looking for those episodes. You don't understand. I used to go on hunts. And your generation and the generation after you, you guys are so, you guys out there, you guys are so lucky to have uh, to have had Kiss Anime, rest in peace. You know, um, you got Netflix, you got Hulu, you got Crunchyroll, you got all these things, like all, all these streaming services that we never had. And you know, we like if you liked anime back in the day, you had to go on a hunt for anime because you was not getting the whole series unless you were rich. Because I remember, remember the Virgin Mega Store, bro. Store? The Virgin Mega Store. Had you ever been uh, to the Virgin Mega Store? Oh my God! I used I don't to. Think so. I used to live in that place. There was two of them. There was one on 14th Street, um, right before the village started, and there was one in, in Times Square. And they both went down. Like you know, uh, they they all the stuff was like downstairs. And I think one of them even had like a movie theater, if I remember right. And. Um, Oh, they would buy a movie there. One of them would buy a movie there. But anyway. Is that one of them where the wall, um, there were wall bombs or when that was a thing? Um, no. So the one in Times Square, 
I think they turned that into Sephora or, or like uh, uh, 21. What is it called? The Girl Store 21? Forever 21. Yeah, Forever 21, right? And the other one in the village, it became, I forgot what, it, I think they turned it into like um, a Best Buy or something. I don't know. But yeah, man, I used to, they, they, those places used to have, they were, those were like the only places. They were like the mainstream shops and like Tower Records, which went out of business too, right? Tower Records was like in the village too on like, I think like on Broadway. And those were like the only spots where you could go and you could get the entire series of any anime. But it was like over $100, $150 for one series. It was ridiculous. And then the cheap ones were for like 60, 70, 80 bucks. And it was like, then the series wasn't like a whole series like you know it today, where it was like 26 episodes, right? A whole series was like between six and 10 episodes, maybe 12 episodes, right? And you're paying like 80 bucks, right? But you're paying the guy in the hood, you know, 15 bucks for three episodes and praying he could get three more episodes from the series, bro, you know? You guys got it good. <laughs> you guys got it good. God, I wish I was like your age now, bro, because I'd be, I'd be just, oh man, I just stay home. Um, my little sis, um, my my little sis from another miss, um, Suchi, she when she was crashing with me a couple years back, like that's all she did. She was like 20 years old and she just crashed on, on my couch, and all she did for like eight weeks was just watch fucking anime and eat ramen. <laughs> I'd leave to go to work. She'd be watching anime. I come back, she'd be watching anime. I go out on a date, she'd be watching anime. I come back, she'd be watching anime. I'm like, yo, you lucky, I wish. But anyway, that's our time for today. <laughs> this was fun, bro. Like, I, I, this was this was fun. I like this. Did you have a good time? Yeah, man. We, we gotta do this more often. We just spent like two hours doing this. Anyway, y'all, bye, y'all. Um, and as always, stay peaceful, stay safe, and stay blessed.